0: Welcome to the Let's Get Sensory Podcast. My name is Kelsey and I'm an occupational therapist, sensory specialist, and ADHD. If you are looking to up-level you and your kids' lives by learning how to live a sensory lifestyle to help with attention, tension, anxiety, hyperactivity, and impulsivity, then you have come to the right place. So here we go, let's get sensory. Hello, welcome to Sensory Reset. I'm so excited, welcome, welcome. I am so excited for Sensory Reset. So I was actually on the fence between naming it Sensory Reset or Sensory 101, just because I feel like what we're gonna go over today is what I think like is the most important thing that you need to know, that everyone needs to know about sensory therapy, Sensory kids and living a sensory lifestyle. And so I was like, do I call it sensory 101 or sensory Because I feel like that's more powerful. And also, you will understand what sensory reset means by the end of this. So obviously, I went with sensory reset today. But just a little bit um, information about me, if you're newer to sensory therapists. So my name is Kelsey Newman, and I am from Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm a pediatric occupational therapist. I first joined the OT world when I was 17 years old. I was interning in special education, and that was when an OT used to come in the classroom and work with all the different students, and so that was when I was just like, wow, this is amazing. Like what does OT I need to learn more about this? And so from there, I've worked in pretty much every or have experience in pretty much every pediatric therapy setting. I've worked in like schools. I've worked in early intervention. I've worked in outpatient clinics, even hippotherapy, which is like horseback riding. Um, I've worked in Jamaica. So abroad. So I just love OT so much. And then also another big thing about me is I am ADHD. And so with that, you can definitely expect some stuttering, lots of fidgeting, um, not probably not the best eye contact. And with that and two, it actually feels so freeing to say because I feel like for so long, those are things that I would just apologize for constantly. Just like even just like apologizing for my ADHD, which I can honestly thank my kids for helping me with that. Um, Just seeing my kids and seeing some of them just like show just like shame about just like their ADHD and some of the things that they would do. And I was just reminding them constantly like, Oh, it's okay to stutter. Like I stutter too. Like you don't have to make eye contact. Like I don't do that. I don't like doing that either. And just like by kind of reaffirming them, that kind of helped build my own self-esteem. Low um, self-esteem is something I struggled with for a long, long time. That's also why I'm just so passionate about that for my kids too. Um, But also with that, with my ADHD and with that, you can also expect lots of enthusiasm today Um, during the webinar, lots of passion. I am truly obsessed with sensory therapy. I like so strongly believe that it is one of the most powerful like therapeutic healing tools out there. Um, and so hopefully I think you'll understand why by the end of this too. So to start off with, I actually have a couple questions that I'm going to post up so you can see them. Okay, so the first question you can kind of just answer in your head, just kind of like make a mental note, we're going to get back to these questions just throughout the presentation. So the first question is, actually, I'm going to add another question in there. So the first question is, on a scale from zero to 10, how would you rate your nervous system level like right now? So like zero being like very dysregulated, you're feeling very stressed, very overwhelmed. And then 10, you're feeling very calm, relaxed, like chill as a cucumber. Um, and so just kind of like make a mental note of that. Or you can add it in the chat too, please. Feel free to add in the chat, add anything in the chat. Um, And so my next question for you is, on a scale from zero to 10, where would you rate your knowledge about our nervous system? So just how our senses, our nervous system works. So where would you rate your knowledge about our nervous system? So zero being not familiar at all and 10 being a nervous system expert. And so this is no judgment here. This is a um, judgment-free zone, a safe space. And so all of these questions will make sense. We're gonna tie them in um, during the presentation too. So my last question, and if you actually could answer this one in the chat for me, um, this is another big one, but what is one area you would like to help your child with? So this does not need to be sensory related. This can be anything at all, really. So anything at all. And this will all make sense why I'm asking these questions in a little bit. Okay. And so I am so excited. So today I'm going to be sharing with you my biggest realizations that I had when I first learned about sensory therapy, what I feel like is the most important thing that I think the world needs to know about sensory therapy. Um, Parents of sensory kids need to know just like really every adult, every human being needs to know about sensory therapy. And so before I answer that question, I'm actually going to back up and I'm going to answer... That second question down there um, based on me. So, me when I was a child, so like baby Kelsey. Um, so, just looking back at my childhood, what are some areas that I would have wanted help with when I was a child? Would have been a lot of different things, kind of those typical sensory things when you think of um, just sensory and ADHD. So, like picky eating, I was a severe picky eater um meltdowns i had a lot of digestion issues i had just like trouble with like spelling writing impulsivity I was very impulsive um attention um bedwetting sleeping i had a lot of sleeping issues and like just like sleeping in my bed like a lot of those issues when i was a child and so growing up i and my parents and i feel like what society does a lot of times We look at all of these as individual, like very separate issues. So like my digestion issues had nothing to do with like my bedwetting issues or like my meltdowns had nothing to do with like my picky eating or like my writing difficulties and kind of things like that. So we look at them all as like individual issues. So growing up with these, like we would also address them individually. So like for my academic troubles, like I would have a tutor. And just like work specific on those different like academic areas or like whenever I was having any digestion problems, like I would take mineral oil a lot as a child, kind of like Miralax. And then so, like, for meltdowns, whenever meltdowns would happen, just happen, like deal with them, you know, in the moment kind of thing or like picky eating. Um, Picky eating was like a big one that even just thinking about it, I just remember all the anxiety um, that I felt as a child, especially like when dinner time came and I just knew that um, my dad. So like my parents are from Jamaica, too. And so on top of being a picky eater and then also just having all the Jamaican foods and different like lots of different foods to try and all that pressure. but. Um, the approach to that would kind of just be like yelling at me, trying to eat. And I, I love my parents so, so, so much. This is just like, I feel like what, you know, the approach is when we're just like trying to deal with something, a um, problem in the moment. And so pretty much spent all these different times trying to address all of these different issues individually. And so trying to tackle them all individually. And so this was one of the big, the first big realizations I had when I learned about sensory therapy and learned about sensor integration is that we have been doing it all wrong. And as a society had been looking at it all wrong. What we, I realized what the missing part was, what I was missing for my entire life was that I wasn't looking at the big picture. We were looking at all of these as individual separate issues when they're all connected. So if you back up and look at the big picture, what is like the one thing that all of these have in common? What is the one thing that impacts and influences every single one of these that plays a role, that literally plays a role in every single thing we do, not just these issues. So if you take a step back and look at that one thing, um, and also if you have any guesses what that is, put that in the chat. What's the one thing that impacts every single thing we do? So if I have any Simplify Sensory alumni or Sensory Life Academy alumni, I know you guys know this. And so the one thing that impacts every single thing we do is our nervous system, our senses and our nervous system. And so I'm going to show you just how big of a role, just how important our nervous system is. Because if you're here, I'm sure you know how important it is. And yes, regulation, exactly. And how important it is. But I hope I want you to walk away from here, seeing it like bigger than before. And I'm going to explain this all. So I realized the reason that I was making, you know, such kind of slower progress on all these different areas um, was because I was ignoring the root of it all, which was having a dysregulated nervous system. And so I like to use like a highway example for this. So it's kind of like if you are trying to get to this like end destination, and trying to find it without having like a map. So by addressing these indiv- or trying to address these individual issues with ignoring the route, it was like trying to get this without having a map and taking all these windy, bumpy back roads, just taking like a way longer way when there is a way easier way to get to that destination, which is um which is for why I'm so honestly passionate about and like such a big advocate for sensory therapy, because I don't want anybody to have to go through that. What I went through, and just I want to. That's why I'm so passionate too. And I feel like on making these reels and getting out there, because if you know me. Um, I'm like not a social media person. I am, and very introverted. I'm not someone to like get in front of a camera. Like I don't have a Twitter. I post like once a year on my personal Instagram. So for me to like even get on social media and do all of this, it's because I believe so, so, so strongly in sensory therapy and living a sensory lifestyle and just living and experiencing the life changing difference that it makes when we learn how to strengthen and nourish our nervous system and our senses. And so back to that question that I asked in the beginning. So question number two, what is one area that you would like to help your kids with? Um, So let me scroll back here and see what some of you guys answered. Picky eating. So picky eating. So I'm just going to go back and show you just how important our nervous system and just how big of a role our senses and our nervous system plays in everything we do. So for picky eating, if you think when it comes to picky eating, all of the senses involved, and of course, like we think like taste, yes but just like to coordinate all of our senses working together. So you have like your touch. So you have to be comfortable in the seat that you're sitting in, the clothes that you're in, you have your visual sense. So even just being able to like visually put your food into your mouth, that's a whole process. You have our movement senses, which it just blows my mind that our movement senses aren't considered as part of the five major senses. So like the Cibri and proprioception, which are all about our movements. So those are really like, the two, one of the most important senses too. So you're having to coordinate your movement. So like you're chewing and like getting the food into your mouth. There's just all these, you know, in depth, like sensory nervous system things going on. And so then for like some other examples too. So like for, communicating so for communicating like those movement senses again so being able to move your mouth into in a different like coordinated manner and then also have your like auditory sense like listening to the sounds coming out visual sense watching others talk and seeing how they do it and kind of mimicking that and so with all of these if you think about all these different activities too so when it comes like picky eating or with it with um with talking communicating too with all of these, if you just think about what, where do you think you would be more comfortable like speaking, like in front of like a big audience, in front of a big stage, like having to give a speech, or do you feel more comfortable when you're at home, your nervous system is relaxed, and you're just either by yourself or you're with family, and you're feeling very secure. So it's just what I'm trying to say is that our nervous system is so, so, so important It impacts literally even me just going up like that. Like my nervous system is doing this, like the movements, all of that, like even just that, like literally everything we do is impacted by our senses and our nervous system. And so I was just mind blown when I found this out and like, I'm still mind blown how this isn't. And I feel like I'm so thankful to see you guys here and obviously supporting sensory advocacy and being a part of that sensory advocacy movement with me. But and just helping me kind of spread the word, like just by, you know, starting it sensory lifestyles with your own family and telling others about it, too. But I when I first learned about it, it truly changed my life. When I first learned about it, I was 17, but it really wasn't until like in one of my later internships when I like really started diving into sensory integration and learning about it and really became obsessed after that point. And at this point in my life, Um, it was really one of the lowest points in my life. I had, you know, struggled with anxiety for majority of my life. A lot of that was like more, um, discreet, I guess you could call it anxiety. Um, so I would have like meltdowns and I would have just like anxieties with like certain sensory triggers or different things or, um, with just like perfectionists. And I was like overly competitive. Maybe you've heard me talk about that on my podcast or on my Instagram too, But so I struggled with anxiety for all my life and depression for a lot of it, too. And at this point, when I really started diving deep and I really um, had that first internship that I really dove into it, I was at one of my lowest, most depressed moments of my life. I was, um, to be just completely honest with you, I was like suicidal at this time. I was like self-harming. It was just one of the lowest moments. And I just... Looking back now, I'm just so thankful for it. And I just feel like personally, I don't feel like that can be a coincidence that sensory therapy came into my life at that point. And so it really just changed the way that I viewed everything. It was the most empowering feeling, like finally understanding why I was the way I was, and just like why I did all those things growing up. But even more than that, it was like the most empowering thing realizing that like I have these sensory needs and that, you know, uh, there's, I have these nervous system needs and I can do these, meet these needs to help me feel more regulated and that there's a way to strengthen my nervous system. And so really quickly, I want to do a little activity with you. So if you're not driving um, or working right now, I just want to do a little sensory check-in. So if you could just close your eyes with me, we're just going to tune into our senses really quick. And so I just want you first to kind of tune in to your auditory sense and just notice any sounds around you. So even the smallest, tiniest sounds around you, see if you can just hear maybe someone walking or car close by, just any tiny sounds. And next I want you to tune in to your touch sense. And so what do you feel, your clothes, how do those feel? the seat underneath you or the ground underneath you. And next, tune in to your body. So how's your body feel right now? Can you feel your heart beating? How is your breathing? Tune into your breathing. Can you feel any tension in your body? Maybe in your jaw? your shoulders, your chest. So you can gently open back your eyes. And so how did that feel? Just checking in with our nervous system. Do you feel even just like a tiny bit more regulated? Just like a little bit more at peace, just even just taking a sensory break, just closing your eyes really quick to kind of give your visual sense, you know, break. So here is another one of my big light bulb moments that I had when I first learned about sensory therapy. Imagine now all of those sensory sensations that you felt just now, imagine if that was amplified times 10, times 100, times 1,000. So this is the big light bulb moment that I had. I realized that I wasn't processing sensations the way everybody else was processing sensations. To me, I, you know, this was all I knew. This was normal. How I experienced sensations, I thought that was how everybody else um, experienced sensations. I didn't realize just how intense and amplified all the sensory um, sensations that I was feeling. And especially now that you know, and now that I realize we rely on our senses for everything we do, literally everything. And I forgot to add this in there, and this is really important, too. So how our senses and our nervous systems connected is our nervous system gets its information through our senses. So like the state of our nervous system really relies on how our senses is working and what our senses is picking up. And so why I asked you earlier that question number one, um, to rate your knowledge about our nervous system on a scale from zero to 10 is because I believe that everyone should be, like a seven and above, like everyone should be sensory experts. I'm going to take that off really quick. I believe that like our nervous system knowledge and our sensory knowledge is just as important in society as is like kids learning their diet, talking, reading math, all these things that we put so much focus on in society. And honestly, I believe that this should be the number one thing. So like, it just blows my mind that like why sensory like sensory, there aren't sensory classes in preschools and elementary schools and that like pediatricians aren't everybody like pediatricians aren't talking about this at every visit, you know, doctors, psychologists, psychiatrists that everybody, especially um, when giving diagnoses to. And so like with, and with getting like ADHD um, diagnoses, autism diagnoses, anxiety, whatever it may be. I just feel like sensory therapy should be the first thing that they're talking about or just sensory lifestyles in general. It just, it blows my mind how this is not common knowledge, but also it gives me fuel and motivation to make this common knowledge for everyone and to get the world out, the word out there because it really is just so, so, so powerful. So once I started learning about sensory therapy, learning everything I could, reading every book, doing all these online courses, just like asking, you know, OTs and my mentors just like a million questions, trying to learn everything I know. And then I was like, okay, so I know that sensory therapy, we use this in OT sessions with kids, but like what happens when we make it a lifestyle? Like there has to be a way to add this into our, just our day-to-day lives and add this to everybody's day-to-day lives. And so I was diving in and I started incorporating the same things that like, you know, we work on with all of our kids during our sessions. I started doing that with myself, using the same approach with myself. And over time I, I, I found, honestly, this this inner peace, like, more deeper inner peace than I ever knew was possible. I honestly I didn't know that this kind of inner peace existed. I was like, this is what regulation feels like. Oh, like, no idea that was out there. Like, no idea this was even a thing. Like, the best feeling in the world. And did it, like, obviously, I'm still stuttering. I'm still, you know, losing my thoughts or... You know, having all my ADHD didn't go away, but my regulation is like compared if I were to put it on a scale of where I was before, like a zero, it is way higher than before. Even just that change and that like jump from where I was before to now, like completely changed my life. Like the most empowering feeling to know that I have control over my nervous system, that I can strengthen my nervous system. And so I hope now you guys are excited about just our nervous system and kinda maybe you thought our nervous system was at like, you know, kind of important, but now I hope you now are like seeing it with me and like the most important thing ever that we can do for our kids that we can do for ourselves. So to help you start creating um, a new sensory lifestyle for you and your family and for your kids, I have three sensory tips for you today. And so they're all kind of, kind of be in the format in order to sensory reset, we have to do something. So my first sensory tip for you is in order to sensory reset, we have to prioritize our nervous system. So you're probably like, okay, Kelsey, you already talked about that, but we're going to dive deeper into that because it's really important. It's number one. So by what I mean, prioritizing our nervous system. So if you think back to what you answered for question number two, So like, what is one area that you want to work on? Think about the amount of time that we are spending working on all of these individual issues. So working on them individually. So we want to prioritize our nervous system by taking some of that time that we're spending on those individual issues and just devote to just strengthening our nervous system overall. And so, you know, or you can still do the same amount of time, but you can also just add extra time where you're just like working on generally strengthening our nervous system and so honestly it's a lot harder than it sounds because us humans we are always just like want to find the shortcut we want to jump straight to the issue we don't really want to take it feels when we're just working on strengthening our nervous system it kind of feels sometimes that we're taking you know a step backwards even though reality because we're not spending all that time focusing on the individual issues or as much time focusing on the individual issues it can feel like we're taking a step backwards but in reality, you're really taking a giant leap forward like you're taking. Because remember, when we strengthen our nervous system, it positively impacts everything and it it's the foundation of everything. And so my next sensory tip, sensory tip number two is in order to sensory reset, you we need to readjust our nervous system pace. So we need to readjust our kids nervous system pace. this will make sense in in a second, too. I have two tips, specific tips for this one. So before I get to those tips, though, if you think about it, just how in today's society, we are so stuck in this busy culture mindset. It is so deeply ingrained in all of us and, and just in our society as a whole. And that is so bad for our nervous systems. So, so, so bad for our nervous systems. And I see this working in schools when I'm in schools, especially just how that my that busy culture mindset is so ingrained in the school system, too. And just like the long to do list of trying to get kids to like do all these different things throughout the school day. And so what I see in schools, I see a lot of kids going into that fight, flight or freeze in different capacities. So I'll see some kids go into that flight and just be more hyper and just kind of like more hyper alert in that flight state. Or I'll see them, you know, actively fighting away, trying to get away from different activities, trying to avoid different activities. I'll see kids go into that fight state. So I'll see them just have meltdowns, breakdowns. I'll see kids go into that free state where they are just shutting down. And a lot of times the free state can even be kind of sneaky, too, because you'll notice when you're trying to like teach a child something, you know that they, you know, can do this or can learn it, but they're in that free state. So they aren't able to like fully grasp the material, fully understand the material. And so how we can help kids readjust their nervous system pace are two ways. So the first way is through creating just right challenges. So in the OT world, it's what we call just right challenges. So it's really about just adjusting that nervous system pace and like getting out of that like um, busy culture mindset where we have to like do all the things, like finish all the things, do it now. But instead, with you can do this for any activity at all. I'm going to use school as an example because that's on my mind right now. But you can do just right challenges with everything. So if you see your child just having a hard time with something, just think just right challenge. How can I find the sweet spot for this? Because they're obviously feeling overwhelmed by this. How can I back this up, make this less overwhelming where it's like a little challenging, but they can still feel very successful. You know that they can feel successful because that's the goal. When the just right challenge, you want them to be successful and feel successful at the end. Because when they feel successful at the end of an activity and when we like help them out, do parts of it for them, even if it's just tying their shoes and just helping having them. This is what I'll do in my session, too, for Zoom. Um, tying shoes I'll have them just squeeze at the end so even though I did all of it they are just like you know pulling but at the end that kind of in their head they're like oh I did that I did that and so more they'll try harder you know and they'll put more effort into trying to learn more steps and so with everything just finding that just right challenge to kind of help readjust their nervous system pace and so my second my second tip for readjusting our nervous system pace and if you've been with me for a while you likely know that i was going to add this one in there because it's so important but that's sensory breaks and so if you just think about just the amount of sensory experiences in the world these days like so much sensory experience and like a lot of it are huge blessings we can get a lot from it but at the same time like our nerve our senses need breaks Like even just taking that quick sensory check in that little break where we just close our eyes for a second. Like even that does like more than we realize, just giving our senses a chance to kind of shut off and re-slow down and just recharge and refuel. So that can look like a lot of different things. Downtime, quiet time, alone time where there's no pressures to do anything or to, you know do any specific thing, follow any specific directions can look like giving your ears a break, using noise canceling headphones, finding a quiet area, a small space, small spaces are very comforting to us. Um, dimming the lights, keeping the lights dim. And so just adding more sensory breaks, the more the better. And so my sensory tip number three is in order to sensory reset, you need to become a nervous system expert. So on that nervous system scale, you got to be like a seven plus. And so you might be like, whoa, like I'm not, I'm not an OT. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. But the good news is you absolutely a hundred million percent do not need, need to be an OT, need to be a psychologist, need to be whatever. It's a lot easier than it sounds. It's not as hard as it sounds. And so what happens when you just spend time learning how our senses work, learning how our nervous system works, learning the different things that we can do to strengthen our nervous system, to strengthen our senses, um, and to like strengthen different components on like the sensory pyramid. What happens is there's the most beautiful and powerful ripple effect on everything else. And so it's just like how I said earlier, all those individual issues that we have, just from strengthening our nervous system, it's going to start, you're going to start seeing just everything else kind of benefit from that. It's the most important thing. And so what happens when we become a nervous system expert or we start learning about our nervous system, it gets us onto, remember that highway example that I mentioned earlier? It gets us onto that like beautiful scenic sensory highway to healing. And so the thing to remember about this though, is that this is still a journey. So this isn't like, a push a button and then you're done kind of thing. It's still a journey that you, it takes time. It's a gradual process still. You got to make the trip. There's still going to be clouds, storms, like some flat tires along the way, but it's worth it in the long way. Even though it doesn't always feel like it. And sometimes, like I mentioned earlier, it might feel like you're taking a step back. In reality, you're on that highway now. You're not on the moving blindly through those windy back roads, trying to find your way to a destination without a map, like you're not moving as blindly. So I'm just trying to say just how powerful it is when we start living a sensory lifestyle in really, really devoting time to strengthening our senses and our nervous system. When you like get to the end or get farther down and you look back, then that's when you're really able to see just the benefits of it all from living that sensory lifestyle. And so if you're wondering how to do that, how to become a nervous system expert, how to learn about our senses and our nervous system. So there's so many online courses out there. I've taken many. There's my, um, my online courses. I have Sensory Life Academy and Simplify Sensory. There's so many books out there that you can read. If your child's in OT, you can ask them to just mentor you to sit in on their sessions and just ask them question after question, like, why are you doing that? So why'd you do that activity? What skills are we working on there? And just to spend time learning about that. And so there's no wrong way to do it. There's no like wrong, there's no right perfect way to become a nervous system expert as long as you just start making the steps to learn more and learn more about our senses and our nervous system. And the beautiful part about all of this too is that you guys are actually already on that sensory scenic highway just by being here learning about our sensor our senses and our nervous system by even just listening to my podcast or Um watching my different reels or different instagram posts you guys are already on that sensory nervous system Highway that scenic highway because now that you know all of these things know how important a nervous system is You can't unknow it. There's no going back. So you're already on the way there So I have it's surprise time um, giveaway time. I have some fun surprises for you guys. I hope you enjoyed that webinar. I would love, love, love to know what you think. So for my fun surprises, so I have um, some special, a special present for all of you guys. So Sensory Life Academy, my signature online program, my three-month program, where I work in depth with parents and helping them just help their child through their specific sensory challenges, helping with their intention, their hyperactivity, their anxiety, their self-esteem, all of those different things. In addition to that, that's only half the program. The other half of the program is providing emotional support and nervous system support for parents. Because as you know now, sensory lifestyle, sensory therapy, is something that I think every single person can benefit from that is so just like powerful and so healing it's just like everything that I've been through, everything that's like changed my life that I've helped. I've seen, you know, help so many kids. I've just put my heart and soul into this program. And so that is open for enrollment today. So thank you guys so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, please DM me what you thought, any like light bulb moments, what your favorite moments of it all. And yeah, this is a lot of fun. So I, I might do a part two. There might need to be a part two soon. So thank you guys. I'll see y'all soon.